At the Home Depot, we have the tools for you to give the gift of a smarter home with savings on top brands like the Google Hub, a command center for your smart devices that raises the IQ of your entire home, or the Nest Learning Thermostat that helps you conserve energy and save on your bill. And if you don't know what to get, gift cards are a smart gift no matter what they get. So this year, gift smarter with savings on tools to make your holiday magic. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. <laughs> and uh, at some point, I'll basically be like, I'll point at the camera, and that's when I'm I'm rolling rolling the intro. Whenever either a it makes lo- logical sense or b makes com- comedic sense. Okay. <laughs> and right. it just cre- it just creates a, a a solid flow throughout without having to stop. Um, uh, the good thing the good thing is is these uh, these cold opens or or whatever you want to call uh, help Hello provide. There that help provide that first uh 30 seconds of of entertainment that people demand from from the youtubers so yeah so that's what it is it it is like there's even a stat that tells you the 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 percentage of people watching 30 seconds in <laughs> like that's how big a deal it is Nah. which is which is why like i i cut the cantina's intro down uh and almost ev- everything else has a has a cold open so yeah Fun, yeah, fun, you're right? not. Ooh, classic TV. 2336, you're not getting that from me. It's just not. <laughs> it's not happening. Like maybe in the afternoon, maybe in the morning. I could do it in the morning. I'm on the downslope of my whatever. whatever Big man and or little gonna coke. Going to say, going to say you're, you're in your, your downslope for, for, uh, for sure. Where so, is my, where is my, oh, I had an, um. We're good. We're good. Don't don't worry about me. I haven't don't podcasted with Jones. Don't worry about me ever. It's gonna be a blast yeah, and a half. Fun. We're both half asleep. Like mm-hmm. a cat's I'm here to set, help, guys. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah, you do have your kitty. You guys, Kyle, what, kind of, what kind of shirt do you want, huh? Doctor Stone. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Captain real America. Captain America. The real Captain America. Well, current Captain America. Even That's though the even Variety article won't call it that. <laughs> I mean, is he the current oh. Captain America? Variety doesn't think so, but Chris Evans sure does. I feel like Captain Britain is in Captain America. <laughs> Captain Carter. I didn't even give her the I chance know, to was, use her country name. Like, she should. <laughs> they didn't want to confuse us. Captain Britain. Well, I think they're gonna use a, a Captain Britain maybe in the oh, future. Oh yeah, I saw that maybe. rumor. I, I think know. they're just a placeholder for Henry Cavill. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Man. Oh you guys I don't know which Superman I'm fighting. No, no, not. No, yes, ready. no, maybe so. You're, you're ready? You guys want to do this? Let's do it. Okay. Hello and welcome to Breaking Deep Road, the podcast, the premier flagship and international podcast of LRM Online and sleepy people everywhere. I'm I'm Brandon Jones. I'm, again, I'm tired. I'm here with Nick Dahl, and hey. this is my first show hosting back in a while. Um, so hello from the land of the morning calm. This is going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. We're doing a Breaking Geek Radio podcast classic edition with the edition okay. of <laughs> the edition of Kyle on the ones and twos. Gentlemen, how y'all doing? Good. Tired too, but for opposite t- parts of the day. <laughs> opposite reasons. You're taking opposite off. sides of the world. I'm landing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. So on this week's show, we're going to do, you know, we'll, we'll see. Well, maybe we'll meet in the middle, energy levels. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, 
this I'm week's going up, show. So. Um, this week's show is going to be interesting because I I wanted to see Nope to be able to round out a couple of things. Couldn't make that happen because unfortunately, Avis was like, "No, we're not going to show Nope for more than one weekend." So there's only one showing of that movie. I didn't think it did badly. I should have looked that up. I'm really it's, curious. It's his third uh, oh, highest opening weekend. Like, I mean, like, not in order, but his third time he's been top of the box office for the weekend. Yeah. That makes sense, so, yeah. It does. And what doesn't make sense is that I can't see it today. Um, but then I'd seen Gray Man last week and had an opportunity to talk about it. And Nick, you got to see it this weekend. We're going to talk about that a little later in the show. Um, in addition Did you see any Harley Quinn? Okay. I saw that. I could do a watchers. (laughs) Okay. Um, In addition to that, we've got some trailers. We've also got some news from San Diego Comic-Con. So, you ready to get into it, Nick? Let's do it. All right. We have got... Okay, yeah. $44 million opening. That's pretty good for a non-sequel and a uh, non-franchise film. So... Yeah, thanks, Kyle. I, again, Afies, fuck's wrong with you? Between that and having to stand for the anthem, every time I watch a movie, I need you guys to get your shit together, like right the fuck now. Wait, and you have to stand during the movie before a every, movie for it? Before, okay, before. Like, before. Whoa, I didn't know what you guys starts. were talking about. Yes, every every uh, <laughs> every U.S. military installation will play the, the anthem before their their movies. Listen, you you get your kids there, you get your popcorn, you get your ass settled in your fucking chair, and you and they're like, "Please stand." You're like, "Fuck you!" Like it's not "fuck you" the anthem. It's "fuck you" because like I was very comfortable like half a second ago. And anyway, yeah. Moving on, moving on. Though. We've got three trailers. These should be fun. Um, first up, we've got Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one is starring uh, Ewan McGregor. I'm really looking forward to this one. Uh, it looks very different than the Disney version. And I, you know, as somebody that grew up watching Pinocchio as a kid, it looks like they're taking a much more serious home with this one mcdoll did you get a chance to see uh, mm-hmm. this netflix guillermo del toro december release yes i did and when i talked to my sister about it the first thing she said is i said it's from guillermo del toro and she's like oh is it a horror version of pinocchio and i was like no but Maybe? it does it's still like <laughs> like pacific grim like it's still like a creature feature like in a way because i, I one thing pacific i noticed grim? What's specific for me about this to you? Well, I mean, like, it's more of that kind of movie as far as it's mainstream. It's not like, like, they, the ones they tease in front of it, and I realized why they teased them, were Pan's Labyrinth and uh, uh, Shape of Water, the ones that were nominated and won Academy Awards. So I definitely think they're going for at least the animated Academy Award. But I just thought Pacific Rim is it's more audience friendly than, like, it's not a horror film. I still assume it's getting a PG, but it definitely is a darker take on Pinocchio mm-hmm. the only reason I compared it to Pacific Rim is that that's very that's a very mainstream Guillermo del Toro movie that's aimed at making lots of money compared to like I Shape see. of Water I'm yeah okay maybe releasing on Netflix we'll see what that's intended to be uh, and it comes out theaters oh. in November 
first. That was like a whole theatrical run, like a week or a month before it comes out on Netflix. So looks scary. Mm-hmm. I love stop motion, but sometimes scary. stop motion it does looks, creep me out. It looks heartfelt. Like it looks yeah. like it has some actual drama to it. It's like it's gonna be sad compared to other versions of yeah. Pinocchio. Yeah, so we'll see. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah. I like you and McGregor stuff, and I like you little Toro stuff. So we'll get it together. We'll see. I didn't we'll even is Finn Wolfhard vo- voicing Pinocchio. I couldn't. He's like the youngest person in the cast. But I couldn't tell if that was his voice or not. I assume no. Uh, Candlewick is that also what they would call Pinocchio in this version? They called him the wooden I'm, boy. I'm trying to look it up for you guys. I'm I'm trying to look. I just remember, uh, yeah, the trailer is almost entirely Gregory Man, uh, and I don't Gregory know who Man. that is. Yeah, Man. because instead of Gregory Man, there is a picture of Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, I was gonna say that's that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's I a do young, like young kid, and they the parents just don't want the the face out there. I I don't know. I do like that. Um, it <laughs> is called Guillermo Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. And he actually directed it, so it's not that Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas garbage, but a way to mm-hmm. signify it's not. Well, that's like it says that it's like the title at the end. It's like Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, not like a film from Guillermo del Toro, which reminds me of Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, which is so misleading because he didn't direct it. Mm. Uh, so I've got uh, IMDb up here, and they have a. Uh... They have the voice of Candlewick as Finn Finn Wolfhard. Right. Candlewick is a name for Pinocchio. Uh, I don't I don't know, but there's they also call him Pinocchio the by Gregory Mann. So oh. I was confused by the Candlewick thing as as well. Jonesy, not familiar yeah. with Pinocchio, so I'll just I just threw that out there for you guys. <laughs> and my sister's oh. other first reaction is like, "Oh, the Disney live action one." I'm like, "No, not yet." <laughs> No, something, something public domain, right? Yeah. So hopefully get some more interesting public domain stuff. But I like that this one's coming from a director that I like. So we'll see. We shall see. Ready to move on? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. You sure? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, We also have Oppenheimer which is coming from Chris Nolan. Uh, this film's dropping in 2023, and it stars, like, everyone. Uh, it's got Cillian Murphy starring in the role, and it's a teaser, right? So we didn't get a lot from it. And it is enough to give you a sense of, like, a stylized version of it, like the fact that it was in black and white. I There's a part of me that assumes that that's what the movie is going to be. Yeah, as I well, wasn't sure. As opposed to this just being... Yeah, I, you know, because the him, rest of it's color, to... right? Yeah, so maybe there are going to be time jumps, maybe there's something it's hard <laughs> to say. Um, and we don't really, we don't, to the best of my knowledge, we don't hear from Cillian Murphy, so we don't, or kill, I'm sorry, Killian Murphy, I'm saying it wrong for years, Killian Murphy. Um, we don't hear anything from him. Uh, as part of this teaser trailer. So I'm curious what kind of voice, what kind of accent he's putting on to play Oppenheimer. But Nick, what'd you think of this trailer? I mean, it reminded me very much of the original Dark Knight trailer where you're just seeing the bat symbol and they're like explosions going off behind it and dialogue. 
but I felt very fitting for this movie. Though, I, if you know nothing about the history of who Oppenheimer is, you could watch that trailer and be like, "What's this movie about? Is the Earth on fire?" Because it's like it's not like a typical mushroom cloud either. It's very zoomed in on the atoms, not literally seeing the atoms bursting, but talking about the power of the sun in the palm of my hand. And um, see what I did there, and that kind of <laughs> thing. Um, the cast is incredible, obviously. You got not only Robert Downey Jr., but you got uh, Jack Quaid, who's one of my favorites from uh, Lower Decks and Scream. I just excited <laughs> to see him in any over, cast. You skipped over Matt <laughs> Everyone Damon, Blind, Florence Pugh. I love Jack Brian, Quaid, and you're like Jack Quaid. <laughs> Jack Quaid, dude, he's my Lower boy. Lower Decks, baby. The boys. Scream. No, Lower Decks. The, the boys. boys. He's not your yeah. boy. He's the boy. He's the boy. I like uh, that. Like, fuck all those other people. I'm definitely going to be playing with time. Like the trailer is already like showing time at the bottom of the screen. And obviously okay. we expect no less. And one of the tweets I saw about it is Nolan's first step in starting every uh, script is how do I work funky time into this movie? And I even when, we were, when it was announced, I even said, like, what's it going to be? They're going to do the countdown. And every time they say, like, five, it's like a cut to part of his life and then four and like cut to another part of his life. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see how well, I mean, I'm excited about the story and the cast in general, but we'll see how it weird it gets as far as Nolan. Your thoughts? <laughs> um, when you said funky time, I immediately imagined like Prince. Or, um... <laughs> Um, oh man, name just jumped out of my head. Um, but I imagine like some Jack some Quaid player playing when you're saying not definitely not Jack Quaid. Um, yeah, that's what <laughs> I thought of. Uh, it looks interesting. Yeah, I I like the stylized approach. I'm curious what he's going to do with time. I feel like when it comes to nuclear phys- physics, there's any number of things that you can do. So, um. And I like the stylized approach, but more stay, it... more stay in the time. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I, I was scared. I was scared to, to say that one, <laughs> but that was a, that I was mean, scary. it's better than Jack Quaid, right? Hey. Yes. <laughs> You'd have been close. Jack Quaid's my, the boys. No, I, I, I do want, I assume it'll be in black and white. Maybe just a little bit of Schindler's list. We'll get like, Nuclear bomb will be like the only thing in color or something. That sounds cool. I like that. Explosions. Yeah. Color explosions. Changing time. It was really a time romp where a nuclear bomb tears a rip in time and it's only a time travel adventure that has nothing to do with the real life events. Or a time heist. Exactly. That's why Robert Danny Jr. is there. It's the secret reappearance of Iron Man. Um, <laughs> ready to move on to the next one? Yeah, good trailer though. I watched it multiple times just to like get a feel for it. Really? Okay. Interesting. Like, twice. I watched it originally, and I watched it before the podcast. But okay. Um, <laughs> next up, we've got the Samaritan, uh, which is the one that I think I'm of the ones that we have. This is the one that I'm excited for the most. Um, it is basically the easiest analogy that I can make is Stallone's Unbreakable. Um, mm. This is a hero that has retired and is found by a young teenage boy and 
supposedly Stallone's character Samaritan died 20 plus years prior and now he is resurfacing again and I, there's something about the trailer that I, I really like um I think this is going to be an Amazon film I could not find the release mm-hmm. date in the and they put it at the end watch. I think yeah. it's August well first of all they say this summer on a trailer that came out during the summer which was like okay right. <laughs> I think it's August 27 uh, that's a guess on that exact date but you know like the very end of the summer this is you know yeah this late summer yeah um let's see 26 26 August yeah they're like I was off by one day with that guess <laughs> that's got to be like the last what is the last day of summer? I want to well, know Well they do a lot a lot of sometimes Hollywood considers September the last month of summer like not the whole month but like and I and summer and fall doesn't start until like October 21st or the something in like the way summer actually works not the way Hollywood classifies summer yeah, you know, I was gonna say most Labor Day is the end of a uh, a lot of yeah. summer events and and summer seasons. So that would be the twenty uh, third uh, Monday before 20th. the sixth of of September. So the yeah, early fourth and fifth. Fourth and fifth would be the last weekend, so to speak. Who knows what's coming out then? Sometimes I hate localization. I'm trying to Google something, and the first answer was like, "Here is the song, the last day of summer." Like, no, motherfucker. When is the last day of summer? <laughs> and and then it's like in Korea, the last day of summer is September twenty third. Like, you know what? I'm gonna stab you. But I, get, I get angry when I'm sleeping. Man, this is just. <laughs> Anyway, I like the trailer. Nick, what did you think of the trailer? I'll watch it because it's free and it's at home. Probably for the podcast. I really didn't. When I saw it, just there was a Stallone superhero movie. I'm like, oh, great. And I watched the trailer and it was the same, like, sarcastic. Like, oh, great. Like, this looks fine. <laughs> like, it looks super generic. It looks like more a Netflix film, as Jammer would say. Um, I, the element That's I do the like about That's the most... The- the element I do like about the most is the idea that it's kind of a Dark Knight Returns old man Logan thing where he's been out of it for 20 years. Yeah. Like the scene where he heals the first time is pretty funny. And that just even having like the kid sidekick, not like a sidekick, but the kid being the one excited about it, I think gives it more energy than a generic. Otherwise, it looks pretty generic where the, like he resurfaces and then like some old villains are like, we got to find him and kill him. And and I guess this is the next step for him. He's done Marvel. He's done DC. Might as well do his own superhero movie. And obviously, Amazon actually has a lot of success with their superhero projects. And I hope this one's rated R, like the Judge boys Shred before. That's true. <laughs> Judge Red isn't a superhero. He's a comic book hero, but he's not a superhero. I would argue. Hmm. He's just one of I the guess. many judges. Huh. Huh. It's a fine line. This one, he actually has like super strength and healing and. I do like the, yeah. the whole part about losing. A, he's lost a step because he hasn't been working out or anything. He's like, I'm just a garbage man. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll watch it. It just didn't. I, the other two were more exciting. Didn't strike your fancy. Probably because the other two were a Nolan movie and a Chris, I mean, Guillermo del Toro movie was probably the difference. I've kind of gotten out of the getting excited about Nolan movie business. Unfortunately. Oh. I liked his last one. So unlike most people, I just 10A. don't care for like Dunkirk and uh, uh, I really dislike Interstellar. But I like Interstellar. 
So his last three movies, to the best of my recollection, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Dunkirk, um, Dark Knight Rises, and Tenet. Right? Interstellar wasn't after there. Dark Knight Rises. Oh yeah, it was. No, I, was I can't remember. Dark Knight Rises. Oh, God, it's tenth. Dark Knight Rises came out ten years ago. Because they, they were a theater shooting. It's been its 10th year anniversary, and it's hard to deconnect those two from my brain. Working yeah, at so a movie theater, was Night, Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises was 12. Yeah. So, yeah, his last so, three were non franchise Didn't like Dunkirk, didn't like Dark Knight Rises, didn't like oh. Tenet. I will just say oh, that I didn't like Dunkirk. I like Tenet. <laughs> and I like Tenet's new, new, new name. <laughs> Did you like Dark Knight Rises? Yeah, not as much as yeah. the other ones. I don't hate it like you do. <laughs> oh man, it's a fucking terrible movie. It's um, it's actually the tenth anniversary of it as well. This last, this past month, it was released exactly ten years ago this month. I said that just because I remember the they were advertising the Aurora, not advertising. NPR was like ten year anniversary of the Aurora Theater shooting. I'm like that means it's also the tenth anniversary of the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Well, I was at a theater when that happened, just a different theater, same brand. Two tragic events. It's <laughs> no good. You're laughing at that joke, but <laughs> it's true. don't laugh. Don't laugh. I already did. Um, it's too late. Kyle, edit. <laughs> don't no. really. <laughs> I'm just gonna post a picture of my my dark dark humor meme <laughs> do it anyway i like this man looks good christopher i'll Nolan. watch it <laughs> even without the show oh <laughs> if we weren't doing it for the show i'd still watch samaritan there's well, on this day and age there's no reason not to watch netflix original i mean um uh, amazon original so I in my genre space not overall <laughs> okay um, so since we talked a little bit about Stallone, let's move on from trailers and talk a little bit of news. There is some news happening in the Rocky space. So a couple of things happening. The first is that unfortunately Creed three, which is going to be directed by uh, Michael B. Jordan has been delayed. It was supposed to drop originally in November of 2022. Now it's moving to the first quarter of 2023. No reason was given as to the delay. I'm kind of disappointed. Uh, I was looking forward to seeing the third film in this. I think Jonathan Majors would have been, it's not like the movie's canceled. He's, he would have been like a fantastic um, villain for Michael B. Jordan, a great foil. So I was really looking forward oh, to that. Oh, was that the casting? Um, he's the casting. So he oh is my God. has the the physicality and the acting chops to go up against Michael B. Jordan. Well, I know why I was delayed then. He's a little, uh, Jonathan Majors is a little busy probably showing up at a bunch of movies that he hasn't been announced for in a particular universe. Yes. I guess. That's just an excuse. If that's true, I'll be annoyed because I've been wanting to see him show up. And he hasn't, and now him showing up is delaying something I really want to see. So I'm hoping that's not the case, but you might be right. We'll see. I mean, I'm sure um, he has but yeah, time for other no projects. reason given us that delay. 
Um, but if you are a fan of this universe, we also have news that there is another potential Rocky spinoff coming. Uh, they're actually writing a Drago uh, film. So there isn't really a lot being spread about this. Um, but if you've ever seen the second Creed film, then you also got to see uh, Ivan Drago and his son, Victor Drago, in the second Creed film. So if it follows from that, it'll be kind of interesting. It's also interesting that given the time that we're in, um, they're going mm. to make a film about uh, Russian protagonists, which almost kind of gives you a hint of it. Like if, if they put it in modern times, what this movie is going to be about. I assume so. it's modern. Creed 2 is modern times, right? Not, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not like they're going to, it's not like this universe, which I like that Rocky's become a universe. Because Creed, I haven't seen the Creed movies, definitely seen more like a sequel. Given so like, I can't movies? do this. No, the first one's directed by Stallone, right? Jesus Christ. Then Ryan Coogler did the, the second. Chat. It'll just be you alone. The second. Oh, wait, the second Creed. Yeah, second Creed is directed by Ryan Coogler, right? The first one is directed by Stallone. No. Oh, Coogler did he did the both? First one. Oh, Coogler okay. did the first one. Who did the second one? I don't remember who did the second one. Is and Michael B. Jordan's going to do the third. With. And Michael B. Jordan's going to do the third. Um, it's uh, Stephen Cappell Jr. Capel? Yeah, yeah, Stephen Cable Jr. So, yeah, Cable. Cable there, there you go. Yeah. Sorry about the name. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce the name. Clearly, Killian Cable Capel. Capo. We'll call him Capo. You're so silly. Yeah. I don't, I don't know a lot of Irish people. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> He's doing uh, Rise of the Beasts, but by the way, Tran- Transformers oh, uh, Rise of the Beasts. Yep, really. I just I just see that on on his uh, Google page. That's a live action Transformers movie. Yeah, yeah, that one's the kind of uh, uh, set in the nineties follow up to uh, Bumblebee. They're doing that really dumb. Uh, it appears they're doing that really dumb uh, Fox X Men thing where every movie takes place ten years later, but no. the characters only age three. <laughs> I was nice. thinking about that in the nice. car the other day. I'm like, that would have been cool if there was no connective tissue between them. Because that's how comic works. They're the same age in the 90s as they were in the 60s when the comic was created or whatever. You know but what would then really make it work? If the robots were the main characters, you wouldn't have to fucking worry about yeah. it. I'm sure. You, know, you call a thing Transformers and make the Transformers the main characters and <laughs> he cares about the human's age because whatever. Man, man, cantankerous. Um, so yeah there's that so yeah if you if you are a fan of the rocky films and franchise there's you know there's a little bit of delay there's a little bit of bad news but there's there's more down the pipe coming so yeah i assume we'll get dolph and the younger his son i assume is the character in the i I assume they like they there was not a lot of news about it um so yeah We'll see. This is an interesting um, choice, bringing up the Russia part. But yeah, I have never seen a Rocky movie or a Creed movie, so yeah, not much to add. <laughs> <You> <sighs> fired, Except Nick. what a terrible person. Yeah, just sports movies. <sighs> oh oh no. my god! Oh my I, god! So here's the thing: I am somebody that hates, not hates. I dislike watching sports generally because I think they're boring. But movies add the element that at least to me is missing it's the drama it's the literal drama that's what i like 
So, um, oh, there is this. Dolph Lundgren was interviewed last year by the Hollywood Reporter. He talked about the fact that there was a Drago film in the works. It was weird. Can't believe I missed that. Uh, he said, yeah. "By the way, I think there's some talk about a whole spinoff on Drago with MGM, so you may get more of that." And I'm trying to remember when the MGM deal with Amazon went through. Was that before? Oh, yeah, after? this is Amazon. No, it went through. Oh. It went through recent-ish. I don't know how old, yeah. long ago the interview was, but in the last few months is when it was actually closed. Yeah. So, Draco movie yeah, is now it's, a uh, closed as movie. of. Oh, sorry. Um, closed mm-hmm. as of. It was announced last May twenty one, and it was closed in March of of this year. Well, okay. Put it on Amazon. <laughs> like I said, I'll probably watch it. Just slap a Bezos oven on it. It's done, baby. Yeah, let's put that. Put the Bezos name on there, and it's like, yeah. From I don't think they ever say that, but from executive producer Jeff, Jeff Bezos, Bezos. Yes, all the movies he makes should be called that. Even Lord of the Rings, like Jeff Bezos is Lord of the Rings. People, I. So what's sad about that? People were really excited about that until. Like there was a picture of him like draped over. The yes, that was the dumb. Like, Fuck it, I'm out. I'm done. I like I'm the out. trailer for that. I wasn't here to discuss it if I ever did discuss it, but still, yeah, I saw out. that picture and it's like Jeff Bezos as Golem. That's <laughs> what they said about the subtitle on that because he is like just hanging oh, out above sucks. the sign. Yeah, good for um, my boss <laughs> or former boss. I don't think he works for Amazon. Literally. He is Amazon. Well, he's not even the CEO. He gave up CEO. He just makes all of his money still from it. Yeah. He's been to space. Yeah. He sent Shatner to space. I think that was Amazon. It was. It was. Shatner um, in space. What else we got? We got... You ready to move on? <laughs> yeah. I don't, like I said, I don't have much yeah. to say about anything Stallone, apparently. That's fine. That's fine. Um, I can be excited enough for both of us. So we at San Diego Comic-Con, we got a bunch of news. I'm curious, Nick, what was like the number one thing for you that you got out of San Diego Comic-Con? The Avengers. Two Avengers basically back to back, like just a few months away from each other. And I'm guessing from different directors, unless they just don't want to announce that the same director is doing both. Okay. Why? I, you think if it was... Well, why? Uh, well, first of all, I mean, it's been a long time since the Avengers film. If you're asking why the Avengers is the most exciting part. And second of all, Secret Wars... I mean, the Kang Dynasty, you know, probably similar to Age of Ultron. You know, Kang's your main bad guy. I'm sure it leads into Secret Wars with another cracking of the multiverse, which we have seen, but we haven't seen yet. <laughs> Like Kyle and I on Marvel well, Multiverse Mondays. Excited about the thing you were excited about. Well, I'm still excited, but Kyle and I discussed on Marvel Multiverse Mayhem about how Ant Man, the director's like, this is going to change the multiverse forever, and it's like, yeah, you've said that four times. <laughs> you haven't changed anything, but I assume that'll crack everything wide yeah, it's open. It's a Disney movie. It's like it's like Disney's first gay character. Right now, we got like this is Disney's first cracking of the multiverse. Every time, say it every time. Disney cracks the multiverse. No, but I think Secret Wars <laughs> will be a very homosexual representation in films <laughs> again. 
I, I just think Secret it Wars should be is like a great the Steve story. Jobs, the Steve Jobs of like representation. Like <laughs> we thought we brought you representation before, but now in the iPixar film, whatever. Sorry, go ahead. You were saying Avengers. <laughs> I, Secret great, Wars Buzz. is a great story. I mean, it has to be handled with care, but it, it's the best way to bring in the X-Men we know. Um, not just mutants in general. Uh, because yeah, you have to they have to have a history. Like you can't just be like, here's Magneto and Xavier. They have to have some kind of history going into it. So it'll be a way to combine planets, battle hey, world style they, or whatever. Thinking about to get to play uh, Professor I X. I've heard that might be Giancarlo Esposito. Oh wow, you've been practicing. Well, no, because I want him to play. I've wanted him to play Magneto for years, and some people say he should play Doctor Doom. But in fact, we talked about that on Marvel Multiverse Mayhem. If you want to listen, that my ideal Magneto would be uh, Giancarlo Esposito, and you'd update the origin to involve the civil rights movement because you can't do unless you're doing some kind of multiverse time change, as Kyle recommended. Like you know, they're from an earlier timeline in a different multiverse or universe, yeah. I guess. Then you need to move away from World War II eventually. Otherwise, he's a hundred fucking years old, like next decade. So, yeah, yeah. I agree. I think uh, civil rights movement would be a cool update to it. So I always said, I, I, it's hard to picture Giancarlo Esposito as a good guy. So I said he should be Magneto and Denzel should be uh, um, Xavier. It would be awesome. I don't know. I feel like now that you said that I'm, I'm curious of a Denzel bad guy is Magneto. That'd be great. Like he gets to do like the pointing on the desk and <laughs> I don't know. I can't do a good Denzel so I'm not even going to try, but I like when he gets angry, he like points at the desk and <laughs> like he's telling Professor X, he's telling like Charles, nuclear holocaust. I, I can't, I gotta do it. I'm gonna practice. You gotta, gotta do a whole show as Denzel if you start practicing. Yeah, I gotta do it. I'm gonna do it one day. Not today though. Anyway, and then, um, also it's the Spider-Man show is interesting. I think just that it's in a different timeline. Year. Yeah, it's, it's an, I like the idea. Why? It's in a different timeline. Mostly because of just kind of playing on alternate history where it's, you know, he comes back to the apartment after civil or before civil war and it's Norman Osborn sitting in his living room. And at first I was disappointed. It's not like getting a prequel to civil war or homecoming, but then I'm like, but now they can just reuse whatever supervillain they want. They can have a green goblin. That's not from a different dimension. And like, I think for me, it was like, Hey, I know you didn't like Tom Holland's Spider-Man, but here's more Tom Holland's version of Spider-Man. And like, I guess I've seen, I've seen Spider-Man cartoons before, so it it doesn't do anything for me. Um, But I feel like I'm, I'm going to be the opposite. I'm going to be a little bit downer. Um, So the director of, so you, you hinted at the fact that we know the director for Avengers five, that's going to be Dustin Daniel. Cretton, he is the individual who directed Shang-Chi, and I am of two minds about this. I am, I liked 90% of that movie, but the 10% Agreed. that I didn't like of that movie um, really made that movie significantly worse. And that wasn't a direction issue, that was a script issue. I thought that that was a really good film. I really enjoyed the story and I enjoyed the uh, relationship between Shang-Chi and his father. 
once they were like, here's some dragons and here's all this other stuff. And let's go to, and I can't remember the, like in my head, I keep hearing Shangri-La and <laughs> Kung Loon. And it's like, what was the name of the actual place? I don't but think Once they got there, like I was completely lost. Training like, montage. It's too yeah, much CGI montage. characters flying around. You know what was funny? I was watching Iron Man 2 the other day. I totally forgot. I was wondering. So Trevor shot got some guy it's iron man i couldn't tell if he actually i'm sorry three did he actually shoot that guy or it was a set and the guy fell off camera got it got it got it it was all scripted and he was an actor not a murderer i'm an actor (laughs) that's right i gotta i didn't watch that part what was i watching it on it must have been on tv because i got up and walked away or something i'm not accustomed (laughs) to having cable anymore it's weird um yeah i I'm I'm happy because he's a competent director. I hope there's somebody that tightens up the script so we don't lose drama for spectacle. And in this, it was like bad spectacle. So um, the fact that this Avengers film is going to bleed into Secret Wars is interesting for a couple of reasons, right? So we know the Russo brothers have voiced their, this is her dream project. But they've also said that they don't want to direct two of those back to back. So this gives Marvel an opportunity to give them their dream project without having to do that. And yet the they said thing, this week, right, that they weren't involved or are they playing coy or. Yeah, I they I literally said that I mean, they were like, eh, no. we're not doing secret. Feige, Wars. Feige came out and said that they wouldn't be the directors of the upcoming Avengers films. A lot of people are trying to read into upcoming does that mean both of them does that just mean one of them and i i would just say that uh i honestly think that the movie this majority of the story will be more like the uh 20 2015 2016 secret war book versus the 80s uh but i think the battle world and the setup will be more more like the 80s neither one really works on their own for for a movie so and the whole multiversal thing and the uh, incursion uh, that happens in the in the fifteen sixteen series, I think that makes more sense for this multiverse saga. So take that for and, maybe they really just wanted the eighties version. I don't know. Yeah, and it gives you an easy end to bring in, like you've already talked about the X Men, but also the Fantastic Four, which we got a little bit of news about as well. So what we found out from Kevin Feige is that this would not be an origin story for the fantastic four um that this is going to be uh other people i can't remember if he said it or if other people said it they're comparing it to spider-man in civil war where it's like nope here's your spider-man he's he's semi-developed and it'll be interesting to see if that's the same thing that they do with this uh the question i guess i had for you nick is do you think after the fan reaction to John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic, that they will not cast him as Reed Richards. I think, especially with this news, I think they will cast him. If it's not an origin story, he can be a little older. Maybe even they have the kids already. Um, um, And it's interesting you say that you think they'll be brought in using Secret Wars because their movie comes out at the beginning of phase six and secret wars wraps it up oh, so yeah. i guess would are you assume if that were the case you would assume the movie's not in 616 yeah i guess 
I totally forgot about that. You know what I was thinking about? The fact that they had lost the director and I hadn't heard anything about it, but I guess that's an easy thing to fix because that was John Watts. Yeah. Was supposed to be directing that. Um, which, which makes that Spider-Man comparison even more apt. I think it would have been perfect for it. He's good at the more family-friendly Marvel movies. Yeah. First yeah. family, Spider-Man. Yeah, I think yeah. they will just because of the age thing and I mean, Feige says it was just to please fans to bring him in even for a cameo. In fact, I read that him and Anson Mount were brought in so late they didn't even have costumes for them. So those were full CGI costumes. Where did uh, everyone really? else had everyone else had real costumes like Captain Carter and everyone, but they like Green Lantern. Well, they they do CGI costumes all the time. All the time travel costumes were CGI costumes in uh, Endgame. Okay. I did not know that. I think because there's not an origin story and people freaked out. I mean, people have always wanted that's, I mean, that's the, that was a fan cast to excite people in that movie, even if they do a different variant of Reed Richards. I think at this point they're going to go full um, Olivia. Wait, who's his wife? Emily Blunt, the person you Emily Blunt. we were talking about. Yeah. I think they'll go full Emily Blunt and uh, uh, John Kerensky. Krasinski. Krasinski. How did you get so good as Giancarlo Esposito in your life? Because we practiced that what for did you months, him? remember? I was like, I was making fun of myself for not being able to say the name. Oh, I was overdoing okay. it. But no, remember, we practiced that for months with Jammer. He's like, Giancarlo Esposito. <laughs> Which I just took too far. Um, well, I'm most excited you. Of all of Comic Con, doesn't have to be Marvel, but all I saw was the Marvel stuff because the DC stuff was so. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill excited me the most about Comic Con. The part that never happened. The part that never fucking happened. Yeah, I was I was super excited for him to show up and be like, "Hey, behold, all of my Superman projects." And they were like, "Fuck you!" And I was like, "Fuck you too." So. It's... Uh... I did like The Rock's comment, or Dwayne Johnson's comment. Whatever. It's like, did you fight Superman or whatever? He's like, it depends on who's playing Superman. <laughs> what does that mean, though? I think he wants Henry Cavill <laughs> to stay in the shoes. He should have said it. And I think that's the most frustrating thing to me. Like, I hate what they're doing the over boots. at DC. Hmm? I, I said shoes, by or the boots. I added that. Sorry. You hate what they're doing at DC, huh? I wonder. That must be a very rare opinion. Yeah, it's, it's super. It's just super frustrating. It makes no sense. I mean, I guess I just hate it from the sense like you have these people who have done nothing wrong, seemingly getting fucked, and you have people who have done wrong. That's what's interesting about the DC thing is they didn't show anything from the Flash or Aquaman because they wanted to keep. They wanted to not talk about the movies where people had done gone done wrong yeah. and still star in these movies. Which is actually kind of surprising that given how close we are to San Diego Comic-Con, the fact that Ben Affleck has been revealed to be an Aquaman too. Yeah. Afterwards. Like you you had an opportunity like a week ago to bring to Ben be Affleck like, out. Hey. I mean, he's probably in his honeymoon. I get why you didn't bring him out. But certainly, certainly, I mean, congratulations, Batfleck. I'm okay um, with it. 
even though he's returning but and maybe that's why he's returning in that too is like these are the two movies with toxic actors we gotta get affleck and <laughs> he's already in the flash we gotta get him in the aquaman too yeah um and it it kind of gives me hope for his character it's weird they're like yeah we're retiring his character and he just keeps popping up he was the one who wanted so. to retire it too like that was his yeah. that, do you think we'll get a justice league with him even if it's not Zack snyder's justice league too because he keeps like he said he's never gonna play him again because it made him an alcoholic and he had to go well that was mostly the stress of writing directing and starring as batman do you think we will see him continue to pop up to a point where he's in a justice league film yeah i would be definitely okay with that i'm a big fan of the bat flick yeah so i i'm curious dc needs to do something right now so i think i think the majority of people that I know liked his iteration of Batman. I liked his iteration of Batman. I didn't like what Snyder did with him, mm-hmm. but I liked him as Batman. Agreed. So. Then going with the Henry Cavill thing, I read an article this week. Who knows how recent the source was, but it's like Warner Brothers just want doesn't know how and wants to make Superman like likable in the modern age. And, you know, in my head, I'm like, do the Captain America thing. He's a Boy Scout too, who wears the flag and. Superman's you know wears red, white, and blue, but not the flag like Homelander. It's just like do that. But then someone's tweet this week was like, "You're telling me Ant Man's getting a trilogy before Superman?" <laughs> I'm like, yeah, the world has changed quite a bit in 20 years. Yeah, I used to say I can't believe there are like three or four fucking Fokker movies, and I can't get the stuff that I want. But... Is there a fourth? Yeah, there is a fourth one. No, yeah, they're like yeah. Uh, whatever. Can you milk me, Greg? I have nipples. Um, I missed something. I didn't miss it. We kind of like glossed over it because we were jumping, bouncing around. We talked about the Fantastic Four, and we also got a trailer for She-Hulk. This one I thought was better mm-hmm. than the one previously some of the textures look better kyle and i were talking about that um it, it does still look a little wonky but we got a better idea of what the story was going to be um we also got a hint at a a daredevil cameo i mean it wasn't really a hint it was there <laughs> it was him it was him it was like here's his old costume it's him um what I wanted to ask you was, do you think that we're also going to get a Ben Grimm cameo in here? Because the director was talking about the fact that this show will feature a lot of cameos. Um, so Jessica Gow was talking about the first season and that they're going to get a lot of cameos. Do you think maybe they would do a, a cameo for a character? Well, again, ugh, feels like we would have heard an announcement for that. Like just announcing it for Fantastic Four. Like they'd, they announced Jonathan Majors for Ant-Man and then he was able to pop mm-hmm. up earlier. Unless you do a real generic flash like cameo where he doesn't even, they don't even have an actor assigned. It's just CGI, what he'll look like in the MCU. Well, why did you bring up Ben Grimm? What connection does he have to She-Hulk? They just, hang out, some, they just hang out sometimes. They just okay. be hanging out. She-Hulk um, hulking around. Yeah. I really um, like the fourth wall breaks. About- yeah. Fourth wall breaks, they said, would also bring in a lot of cameos. So that might be interesting. And we'll see. I so expect to see Jessica Jones. Point. 
Kyle brings up an interesting point. He said they announced mutants in Ms. Marvel with no, I'm sorry, spoilers for Ms. Marvel. Um, but they announced mutants and Ms. Marvel with no notice. People weren't watching that a lot either. So, I mean, spoiler again, because you probably weren't watching it. My bad. Like there's there's people right now that have no idea that mutants are now officially part of the six one six MCU because they they didn't watch Miss Marvel they cut out halfway through if they I if mean, they even started it make a better show we don't have to worry about it I like that show <laughs> Nick likes yeah, everything except for the Eternals you like a, you like a lot though right everything like, but the Eternals and Incredible Hulk yeah you're like you're like a T Rex right you're like I like that lamb it's like what well, what don't you like right like. <laughs> I like meat. <laughs> That's right. That's you. That's you. It is. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought it was a better trailer. I'm looking forward to it. So, Ben Grimm, no? Yes, no, maybe. I don't think so. Don't I know. think if we see a lot of cameos, there'll be people we expect to come back, but haven't Random. come back yet, like Jessica okay. Jones or like um, Luke Cage, you know, ones she like that. She's an investigator. Lawyers exactly. and investigators. Exactly. I think something like that is more realistic than or even just other Marvel heroes we haven't seen yet, but no one like the size of like a Fantastic Four. Ben Grimm, not literally, but like, you know, not like a member of the Fantastic Four suddenly being there, but like hell, spy- I mean, I'm sure that's not there. Spider-Man would be a dope cameo. So he's more likely a cameo in a Daredevil show. But they have Feige did list him and Daredevil as the street level heroes right now. Spider Man? Yeah. They're like, they're gonna be our two street level heroes moving. He technically is in the comics most of the time. Just the movies have been giving him Avengers level threats <laughs> and multiverse level threats. Okay. He's just a um, uh, friendly neighborhood Spider Man from Queens. Always saving the world completely. <laughs> Seems like, um, yeah. And Kyle brings up another good point. You could just do ADR, just have a CGI Spider-Man, have him do the voice, yeah. the boss. No one knows who he is anyway. No one knows who he is. No one knows who he is. Who knows? Because I could just see him stopping um, on the rooftop scene with Daredevil and being like, "Who the hell are you guys?" And then just swinging away. Maybe Nick Fury. Yeah, that would actually line up, right? Maybe a Coulson. I want a Coulson cameo. I need more Coulson. Well, he's not alive in the MCU unless I do Secret Wars. You know, you got you got your multiverse though, baby. I don't know. I miss Coulson. The Coulson variant. (laughs) I guess what I was thinking of, I remember they did the uh, the one shot where they briefly mentioned the abomination. They were like, "Where's the abomination?" Oh yeah. He's buried. He's buried out there. Um, Maybe leader or someone. Leader be a good one because he's been teased and we haven't seen him since. Incredible Hulk. Yeah. You really didn't like that movie. No, uh, it's just hard to remember. It's even in the MCU. <laughs> no. So no, I do not like Incredible Hulk. Mm, Doc Samson's good. Wait, so your inability to remember that it exists? Well, it just doesn't feel the reason that you don't like it. No, it's just I don't know. It's it's better than Thor two. I guess I should put Thor two below it. That movie's only saving grace is having Loki. I mean, it is. Yeah, it doesn't feel like 
an MCU film because it is like literally at the beginning. It is the second yeah. film out the gate. So when they were allowed to have more style and not they all look the same. Well, not even just have like this is like, hey, are we gonna be able to make another fucking movie? Like that's kind of where they were in the MCU. So so I made the comment and it was cool. It was like it's nice to hear the see the Hulk clap back for the first time since Incredible Hulk. Yeah. So yeah, I'll probably rewatch the Hulk someday. I mean, I've seen it more than like five times. It's not like the Eternals, which I've seen once, but and wish I hadn't seen it all. No, it wasn't maybe brought up another good point. Semi on sub. It's like so the Eternals happened when, and no one in any movie has brought up the fact that there's like this giant being like sticking out of the earth, <laughs> or that some giant being like showed up and was just like, "Hey, what's just up? looking? Just looking." Just pervin', pervin' on Everyone's Earth. like, it's like when they turn the sun back in Moon Knight. Everyone's just like, eh, we live in a <laughs> fucked up universe. That's weird, but as long as they ain't attacking us, I don't care. Yeah, I'd be annoyed. I'm sleeping here. Like, I just... <laughs> sleeping God damn it. Rock this planet. This damn universe? Yeah, get me out of here. Um, I move think to the that... Rocky universe. <laughs> The rock, the rocky, universe. the rocky verse, because <laughs> that's apparently a universe now, as we discussed. Is that Kang? What the fuck? <laughs> um, I, I think the other thing that stuck out for me this Comic Con is probably the last thing that I'll say, unless you have other stuff to talk about. The Black Panther trailer, I am mm. to my. There's like a fruit fly in here. It's killing me. I'm sorry, and like I keep grabbing it like a cat. <laughs> um, I'm of two minds about it. I, it is a, a very well done trailer. Uh, it evokes the feels. It it strikes the right tone. But the thing that I don't like about it is it also feels exploitative. Mm. Um, you are like I don't know how many times I have to watch this character die. And yeah, because of what if? Yeah, what if? Um, and having to mourn the real life individual now have to mourn the character again makes it hard and there was a way that they there was a way to do this where that wouldn't be the case and i'm frustrated that they've gone the direction that they seem to have gone do you think it's a possibility again this movie's a ways off that they use Secret Wars to bring in a new T'Challa. Yeah, like, I think especially with the fan backlash of like recast T'Challa, which is still going on even though the movie's shot. <laughs> Here's the thing: I there is an opportunity to do it later, but again, at that point, you didn't have to kill him to do that. Mm-hmm. There was any number of ways that you could say like, oh, everybody got snapped back or, or like something or there's some there's something that you could have done to within this universe, this universe. We were just talking about how crazy this universe is, right? Yeah. Or even you just didn't have to kill him. Just to, do a recast. Like they've done that before, which makes Incredible Hulk disconnected for me. But like, but like in the example of Rhodey, it was an upgrade. Yeah. Um, and 
there was a rumor that Kyle just brought up the fact that uh, T'Challa's son was going to take over in the future. Like to me, that that is a patch as opposed to um, a solution. Because for me, the character of T'Challa is what I wanted to see again, not necessarily like his son take over. But yeah, his son that we're not even aware opposite. of yet. Like they'll reveal in this movie, he has a son or something. Do twenty year jump. (laughs) Yeah. So and and what I don't like about that is, I I think Shuri does deserve a shot at the crown. So now you're you're gonna jump forward in time to take that away from her. I definitely think and assume I want and I assume she's going to be our Black Panther. Yeah. Film that that makes the most sense comic wise and just like yeah she's royalty just like her brother yeah um so i think that yeah i don't i don't like the way that feels i don't like the way any of this feels so i like the trailer though yeah it's an interesting it's kind of kind of it's a very interesting movie to end a phase on whereas like thunderbolts ends phase five and that makes sense because it's kind of an anti-avengers movie um this one must have giant spec, like, you know, a big battle between Wakanda and wherever they're using instead of Atlantis. I don't remember what it's called. Like, to, to, for it to, then again, they've ended phases on Ant Man films before, like the first Ant Man, yeah. but that this felt kind of tacked on. And the real ending was Age of Ultron. Just phase four seems like a mess. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's like, where do we end it? Uh, Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't like it. And the funny thing is, we were talking earlier about The Dark Knight Rises. I think part of the reason I don't like that movie is because I know that the plan was to bring back Heath Ledger, and they were like, that was going to be a very different mm. film. And that was a film that seemed like was significantly impacted by Christopher Nolan's grief. Mm. Well, you think it might be and a similar situation seems, with Ryan Coogler? This is a similar situation. Like, not just for him, just for the cast as well. And so I understand why those people were either hesitant or reticent to recast um, their friend, someone that seemed like that was their friend. So I get that. Hmm. Um, You just think the movie might suffer because of the... Yes. And not just, not just... Yeah, not just the movie suffering. Like, it's just, it's just... It'd be weird. It's it's hard. It's hard. So, yeah. Conda forever. Yeah. <laughs> but not yeah. T'Challa. Yeah. Yeah. Not happy. Not happy about it. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Moving on. Brief announcement Rick and Morty, season six, baby. Uh, this is the, the pick me up I need coming off that story. Um, so September 5th of this year. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Um, September was, no, it is. It's, uh, September 4th. Not quick. So September 4th of this year. We Man. will get the new season of Rick and Morty kicking off that cool. Beggars. Nick DC. Okay. We're good. Never mind. You had frozen mm-hmm. Jonesy. Sorry. You're good. Carry on guys. Oh, you froze in um, just a second. Just a second. Uh, I 
I wish this announcement had been accompanied by a trailer, but beggars can't be choosers and we get where we get it. Um, but I'm looking forward to this. I've, I love this show. It's super fun. So I think? haven't seen the last season yet. Just because I don't, is it even on HBO Max yet? They put them out after the season ends, yes, which is why I didn't know if it was out on HBO Max yet. Well, then I, I'll be watching it today. It was probably, probably in the entire right season next to Harley Quinn. Probably, I would definitely watch. I definitely would say I prefer Harley Quinn over Rick and Morty, but I, I love Rick and Morty, and I like Lower Decks now better than Rick and Morty. They're tangentially connected, but yeah, and you know I like Solar Opposites, but that dropped, and I watched like half an episode. <laughs> So I'm definitely more excited for Rick and Morty. I couldn't get into Solar Opposites at all. Like I tried, I just. Yeah, but no, I love my adult animation. I'm excited. I just need to get back into it. I fall out of a show and just need to like watch an episode and be like, oh, yeah, that is one of my favorite shows of all time. So and I, I do like this announcing stuff like a month before it happens. Even if there's not a trailer, like Netflix does it all the time where it's like, hey, this is coming out next month. And it's like, oh, I love that shit. Like, or even like only murders in the building. Like it was like announced, like the mo- we knew it was being made. But like the month before it came out, they're like, hey, next month you get more of this. It's like, thank yeah. you for not telling me that six months in advance with the trailer. Thank you for being it's like a few weeks away. So. Yeah, that is nice. same with Harley Quinn um, that snuck up on me. I saw a tweet that it was already out on Thursday and I was like, what? And I watched it. <laughs> well, I'm curious. I, I gotta look and see when Harley Quinn went off the last time. Like this, it's been a long time. This is almost exactly a year between. For Rick yeah, and Morty, no, no, no. For exactly Harley Quinn, it's been years. Uh, Rick and Morty, they're getting better at being fast. They used to have like two year gaps or longer. Yeah, some of their early seasons. But like Lower Decks is usually less yeah. than a year gap. It's very similar animation style, and from a guy who co-created uh, Solar Opposites with Justin Roiland does Lower Decks. This is his main show. So, and that, yeah, that's that's this month also. Just the end of this month. Well, are we still in July? The end of August. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did Jonesy freeze again, or is he just that no, upset it looks about like, It looks like Jonesy froze. <laughs> uh oh. And he dropped. He's gone. And he's then back. now he's back. He's back. Hey. Struggle. Struggle is real. with you. You need to get a better internet in South Korea. Unless it's a cyber attack by North Korea. No, the internet is good. It's that the house is too big. So I need extenders. Gotta you get that mesh, that mesh system, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. TP Link decos. Not, not endorsed. <laughs> so I actually have so this is the thing I actually have a TP link um the one you plug into the wall but for whatever reason it is no, you you need a full mesh out out uh setup not just an extender you, you want to yeah. look, look up the de- the deco uh mesh systems I'll I'll get with you offline how the sauce right, is made right, offline offline <laughs> offline um so let's move on from Rick and Morty then and talk about the thing that I don't really want to talk about Nick Doll you saw the gray man you enjoyed the gray man not as much as uh, uh danny it sounds like though danny's on some other shit i don't know what the fuck's <laughs> wrong with him lately like i that's the best way i can think of to describe it um 
But anyway, he he liked this film. You like this film. Don't try and wiggle out of it. You like this film. Oh, I liked and it. Yeah. They're going to give you more of it. So they're going to give you a spinoff, and they're we're going to get a sequel to this. Like shit. But Netflix is like all in on the most expensive movie we've made yet. Yeah, I was going to say they clearly spent a lot of money on this, and like it it shows it shows that they spent that much money on this. Um, I just don't care. I don't care about the characters. I don't care about like Chris Evans was probably the most enjoyable part. Which uh, I hope the spinoff is about him, and I assume the spinoff is about him because want a prequel, prequel of a dead guy. No thanks. Spinoff. That's I was gonna say spoilers first, but in these kind of movies, the villains usually die, so it's not like Chris Evans is gonna be in the sequel unless he's like a cyborg fucker or something cool. Oh no, I just like. Sounds Ryan Gosling a lot. Like the day after me and my roommate watched Gray Man, we popped Driving, and then we popped Nice Guys in, even though we both seen both of those. It's just Ryan Gosling, Anna De Armas, Chris Evans, Russo's. It's a recipe. I for get it. Nice. I get it. You're glib. I get it. But I will say I enjoyed it less than I thought because you know they're coming off of my four favorite Marvel movies because I never saw Cherry. I was like, how will they fare outside the Marvel universe? And it was like, this is kind of what Jammer said. It looks like a very Netflix, like every, well, it's called the gray man, but it's like winter soldier, like the color palette is gray. Like, and it looks very much like a Netflix movie. The fighting I thought was really well done, but of course that is from, I'm sure they have the same fight coordinators as winter soldier. So I thought the strongest point was they really disarmed people in most scenes so that they could do hand to hand fighting. Yeah. Which was fun. And yeah, Chris Evans, just give him a mustache, let him go a little rogue. That yeah. definitely improved the movie. But yeah, I guess I'm all in on a sequel and a spinoff, though. If it's just about the Ciara program, the spinoff and the sequels, you know, they have to have a new wacky villain because, yeah, Chris Evans is the highlight. Just like, yeah. just like Knives Out, Chris Evans and Anna de Armas were the highlight of that film. Yeah. And I feel like if I want that fixed again, I'll just I'll watch that movie again. But um, the thing that we do know for sure about the Gray Man sequel is that Gosling is returning uh, as are uh, the Russo brothers. And this one, I think, is going to be written by Stephen McFeely. Um, I wrote the first one with Marcus, right? What is it? The, the writing duo, Marcus, no, McFeely and... They wrote all the event. They wrote all they did, the. They, you muted yourself. You got the name right. You okay. got the name right. I'm just. I can't remember the first name. Marcus and and McFree. Stephen. One's Stephen and one's Marcus or something like that. I'll look it up. But they, yeah, they yeah. wrote all Stephen the. Stephen uh, McFeely. I know he's coming back to write. Yeah, the they just sequel. mentioned him in the news, and the Russo yeah. brothers are co-writing or something. Right. Maybe. Man, hopefully they can tighten up the fucking ending of the sequel because that's like. That movie. Christopher Marcus. Oh, okay. And Stephen McFeely. No, see, he's one of those two first name people. Fuck that. <laughs> That's why. Lord and Miller. He's not, he's, he's not, he's not worth being remembered. Um, so, yeah. I just, I really didn't care for the end of that movie. And it... Very generic plot, I'll also say. It wasn't even I just expected. generic plot. Like, all right, we'll do spoilers for any of that movie. 
I didn't understand why she's like, yeah, I'm going to keep using it. Well, first of all, I didn't like her character to begin with. Um, and Armas? No, Jessica Harwick. Is it Harwick? Henwick. Oh. Henwick. Um, is she the CIA yeah. agent? Yeah, that, all of that stuff at the end, I was like, you're just a terrible character. Um, she shoots both of them for no reason. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I got shot. What? Yeah, she's like, I'm going to keep using you because you're too good at your job, but I'm also going to shoot you in the leg because you don't fucking need those to be good at your job. Um, and then the whole thing, I, I hated uh, Rachel Jean's character. I, you're supposed to hate him, but I hated him because of the bad writing where he's like, I went to Harvard. I went to Harvard. I went to Harvard. Like three times I need to hear that he went to Harvard. And I was like. I really enjoyed oh, the, the joke, though, about like, you don't go to Harvard to play football. Chris Evans is like, I wanted to be different. You know, <laughs> they're what? both Harvard grads. <laughs> you get one. You get one. Yeah. Just say it one time. That could have been the time that we it's found perfect. out that they both went to Harvard instead of had to hear it multiple times. I was like, I'm the youngest person to come to this position because I went to Harvard. I went to Harvard eight years. You have an important call. You have to take it. Yeah, I kind of do. Oh, did they hang up on on you, Nick? Did you miss What's your? Happening? He can't hear. You. He What's missed his on? call. I was I coming missed in. It. To, I was coming in to take over. Never, I missed it. Never mind. They're gonna leave a message, and I'm gonna call them back, and I won't be able to reach the same person, and it's gonna be a mess. Um. So yeah, I just none of that made any sense, and then there was no come comeuppance for anyone, no one, except for the person, the character that I liked. I mean, I didn't like Lloyd, but I liked watching Lloyd. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no. Yeah. Anyway. All right. I don't really have a lot more to say about that movie either. It was a fun couch movie. I would have gone to theaters for it because of the directors and the cast, but better on the couch. And that's the thing. I can't imagine how upset I would have been if I had seen that shit in the theater. But, yeah. That's that. That's Anything that. else? Anything else you have to say? No. About this, that, or the other? Any of the other news that we've talked about? No. No. I'm Me good. neither. Kyle, are you good as well? Um, I'm set. I'm I'm happy. Copacetic. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've right. got a very very nice long long list of uh uh timestamps for you guys. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> that the sauce is made. Hopefully, hopefully there's some information about a mesh in there because I need that. <laughs> anyway, so dear listeners, if you like what you heard, do all the socials like, rate, comment, subscribe, share, jump on the Discord, tell us how much you loved Gray Man so I can block you or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, LRM has other great podcasts and articles. We're also on LRM online and on the genreverse podcast <coughs> network but other than that nick doll where can be found at geeky nick doll on twitter and instagram and on marvel multiverse mayhem on thursdays and right here on breaking geek radio the podcast and you can find me not <laughs> using my social media on uh at sir john Jaste. i just i just haven't lately but I'm discord busy. you'll find us both on discord yes you've been on that I'll see. a little bit so 
Is that social media? Is that just chatting? Is that the same? Everything's social media, man. Even when it's not media. You know what? It is It is social, but is it media? I don't know. You know what? I don't know. I'm going to have to look that up. I'm really curious. Social media anyway, 3.0. Thanks, Kyle's on the ones and twos, and we will catch you on the next one. Hasta lasagna. Don't get any on ya. $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.